Blog Talk Radio. you 
Yeah, baby. Peace to you. Peace be upon you and between us. Welcome, everybody, to the Angry Divas radio show. I'm your host with the most, the triple dot goddess, also known as the Diva of Fire. The bitch burns a little bit. Every now and again. Every now and again. Let me do my housekeeping. Y'all know how we do this thing. We come to you live every weekday. That's Monday through Friday right here on blogtalkradio.com at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget, Eastern. I do forget. I do forget. We've got listeners from all over the globe. We are very close to crossing that 8,000 line. Yes, we are. Very close. Almost reach out and touch the bitch, you know? And none of that would be possible if you all were not tuning in. And I'm going to tell you, for all the people who do complain a little bit every now and again, I mean, they don't come here and do it because nobody's going to say it to your face. But um, for all the people who take issue with the angry diva, I'll have you know that people – or appreciate the shows when it seems like I am just going the fuck off. Those shows get the greatest viewership. Thank you, y'all. Listenership, listenership. <laughs> I appreciate my listeners. I do. From wherever you are, for whatever reason you're tuning in, being drawn to this little light of mine that I decided to let shine, peace be unto you. Thank you for tuning in. This is crazy. This is crazy. Anyway, I don't know how your weekend went, but mine was sort of fantabulous. You know, when we hung up Friday, I said, I'm getting the fuck up out of here. I'm not even going in overtime. Fuck this. It's Friday. I'm getting ready to start my weekend. Peace. (laughs) You know? And I sure the hell did, and I had so much fun. Yo, I got a call from Valkyrie this morning talking about, yo, I got to go visit you. We got to go do all this tent life shit together. You know what I'm saying? Go. So, <laughs> she didn't quite say it like that. She didn't quite say it like that. But we were chatting this morning, my diva Valkyrie and I, and we were talking about skinny bitches. Yeah, I said it like that. Skinny bitches. You know what I mean by a skinny bitch? I'm talking about whatever. Y'all seen this shit this weekend, and if you didn't, I will post it today to the Angry Divas fan page or ask Valkyrie to post it. Or somebody post the shit today, okay? Y'all seen the picture. Though. And you will soon if you have not yet. There is this woman, this white woman, who is, for whomever's fucking idea, a plus-size model. This woman is probably no more than a size 10, 12. Not even close. Flat stomach, flat ass. I don't understand the plus, you know? I don't understand the plus. Now, okay, fine. Here's my idea of plus. If a woman is in a size over 20, that's plus. Everything else is a normal fucking body type. Putting it on the record. It takes balls to be a woman. It takes balls to be a woman. 
And don't let these men with their little golf balls get you. Our shit is so big that our goddess melon's got to sit on the chest, baby. Don't let that shit fool you. Take the balls to be Now, that's not to say, you know, cause, and I hate this. Anytime you say real women have curves, and I mean curves. I'm not talking about you stack like a warehouse. I'm talking about that brick house girl. Okay? Talking about that other shit. Not to knock you, boo-boo. But I'll tell you something like this here. There was a sister, Sister Sherry, when I was in church. She was a plus-size woman, and I know she was plus-size because my mama was a seamstress, right? So she used to make dresses for all the ladies and stuff, or skirts or whatever, in return for the care that they took of us. So they gave us rides to and from church, and so she did something for them in exchange, you know, so it wasn't just kind of like usury, (laughs) you know? We didn't have money for gas, but mama would take a couple of bolts of material and make some skirts in a heartbeat, you know? So anyway, I knew this sister Sherry was a plus-size woman. She was a thick madame. Anybody with eyes could see that she, you know, mama had a couple of pounds on her. I used to love it because she was the choir director, right? And when we was real little, we used to laugh because whenever she got to singing and directing choir, she would tap her little foot and pat her leg and everything. Just a jiggle, Just a jiggle, just a jiggle. It was fucking hilarious. We loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Anyway, I remember she looked at me one time. I was about 14, 15 at the most. And she just she put a hand on her hip. She says, my God, child, take care of your body. Don't let yourself get to be a fat old lady like me. You keep good care of that body. And don't let nobody tell you otherwise. And don't let anything convince you otherwise. You're beautiful just as you are. All of you. She went and grabbed all of us who were unfortunately, shapely as children. I say unfortunately because it, it's, it takes balls to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. See, what we do, what we do to accommodate for male depravity sexually is we tell girls to play small and to hide themselves. And we talk bad about the ones who are shapely early. And we pronounce all manner of evil upon them for daring to have a body type that's not quite little girl when they're still the age of little girl. We do not celebrate the divine feminine anymore. This is a part of the hiding of that divinity of the feminine, that inherent, beautiful, glorious power that is us and that belongs to us. Right? You know? We are divine. Take both. Real balls, goddammit, not your walnuts. It's difficult navigating this world, maneuvering through as a female. And everywhere all around you are markers and things trying to make you small. It's no wonder we have nothing but wounded feminines on the planet in place of that divine feminine that we should be. No wonder. You know, you got to figure like this. The divine feminine is wounded and diminished to a state of being wounded for one purpose and one purpose only, so that the female and the feminine is small enough to fit into this patriarchal world. So this is the reason that we have slut shaming. And don't tell me that I slut shame. No, I tell you don't be a dumb slut. You know what I'm saying? We all slut. (laughs) 
We're all sluts. If you're a woman and you relate to men sexually, you're a slut by the very definition of you relating to him sexually. Take it back. Don't let them diminish you and make you wounded thus small enough to fit into this patriarchal world. But this is why there's the the shaming and the slamming of women who sexually experience themselves with men or share themselves with men. Because it's power, goddammit. Power. It's power. No different when we shame a woman's body. I saw this picture comment on this actress, this or model, whoever the fuck she is, skinny broad, right, who's calling herself a plus-size model. And it was a guy, and he says, thanks, thanks, fashion industry, for having guys like me everywhere have to go above and beyond out of their way to reassure their normal, proportionate, sexy woman that she is not fucking morbidly obese. Thanks a lot. I saw comments after comment after comment where they said, women now, God, if she's plus size, then I must be morbidly obese. I then saw an article that said it takes one minute and six seconds for an image to have an impact on your psyche. One minute, six seconds. Or one minute, yeah, one minute, six seconds. It doesn't take very long at all for that to have an impact on your psyche and to reformat the way that you view things. This is why imagery is so important. This is why they use women as a commodity. You'll see an ad for a bottle of vodka, and what does it have? A woman's legs, not her torso, not her face, not her person, just legs. Wrapped around the bottle, you know, wrapped around the bottle. We have been commodified, snipped up, made small, repackaged, repurposed completely in so many different ways. It happens every day, every day. I was out with my neighbor this weekend, you know, this Friday. I went outside, and, you know, Friday nights and stuff, we all, we have a smoke and a drink, and we chill, we talk about the week, whatever, right? We're going to start, you know, putting together card games and shit. You know, it's going to be real live around this fire pit in this weekend. It's going to be great. But anyhow, that's not the point. The point is, I go out, and my neighbor starts talking, and she says, you know, I was looking in the mirror, and I was like, Jesus, this is what you let yourself get to? And I gasped. I was like, oh, my God, no. No. I can't hear people say shit like that. Oh, my God, I can't. can't. No. Please stop that. I'm like, listen, I understand. You're thinking back to your high school body. Yeah, and I'm not that far away from it. You know, she's like 35, you know. I'm like, bitch, please. I am all of 10 years away from having graduated high school. Okay, please. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about high school triple versus right now triple. Ain't much changed, you know. Ain't much changed. But I do dance differently now. I haven't, I got away from dance for a period of years and I forgot that was the thing that was keeping me toned in certain ways. So as I've gotten back into it, I am seeing myself reform back to some of my former proportions, but it's never really changed for me. And I asked her, I said, you know, if you think about your body, your shape, and your body type, nine times out of ten, yeah, you've probably put on another ten pounds from high school to now. You're probably a little bit heavier, but isn't your body still the same shape? 
what did your body look like? Because, see, do we remember those images? No. No, 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 no. Do we even have right images? I can't tell you how many women I know who are plus size who think back to their teenage years and, like, man, I was skinny and I thought I was fat then. I'm like, see, somebody already got in your head and caused you to forget how wonderful you are. That's why I say all the time, remember who you are. It means everything. It means anything because sight is according to the lens of the viewer. So depending on which way you're looking at it is what you will see. Remember who you are. We're wonderful, powerful, glorious. When we give up those parts of ourselves, those powers, whatever that power is, whether it's your rage, your anger, that's why we the angry diva around this bitch, it's power. Go back and get it, whatever. Go back and get it. Remember who you are. You are that God force in your life. You are divine. This on my Facebook a couple of weeks ago. I said to the sisters, have you trained yourself that when you look in the mirror, you see a dark girl, a girl whose lips are a little bit too thick, a girl whose nose is wide, an ugly girl, a girl with nappy hair, a girl whose forehead's too wide, a girl with cheekbones too high. What have you trained yourself to see? You trained yourself to see a fat girl. Have you trained yourself to judge the round of your middle? Have you trained yourself to judge the girth of your hips, the sway of your body as you walk? Have you trained yourself to hate, loathe, and make small the wonder that you are? Fuck these men. They ain't, they're crazy. Fuck them. Do you remember who you are? You know, Valkyrie and I was talking about this. She went with her sister this weekend, and they had a good time. And she was talking about the way that the guys were approaching her little sister and stuff. And I said, listen, Valkyrie, I know this story all too well. See, I don't fuck with my little sisters like that no more. You know what I mean? They're all grown women. They got their lives. We come together when we do. But we, when we were kids, we kicked it. You know, we were real close, tight-knit. We, we all we had. Six motherfuckers in my house. What do you say? You know, we're all we had. But when we went out together, even as grown fucking women, ooh, they used to hate going out with me, I couldn't turn off Mother Hen. This is why I don't like being around children. It's like I autopilot into Mother. I hate that shit, you know what I mean? But I don't know how to turn it the fuck off. It just kind of happens, and then I realize after I've kind of gotten to be a little bit too into it, you know? I was walking with my friend and her son one time. I'm going to get back to that story in a minute. And she had him by the hand, but I still was looking to make sure that the child was all right. It's just an instinct. So my sisters, when we would go out, men couldn't approach them because I had, when we moved from a community to a virus known as Blackistan, fucking USA, okay, I had to become very preemptive, proactive, and reactive to the presence of men around my little sisters who were in middle school, we had an eighth grader, and we had a freshman in high school that I had to make sure that I watched out for because these adult men were predatory, and I, my sisters would come running home crying about the shit they had heard just walking from the bus stop home. So because so much of my life was spent defending these girls and their right to innocence from men, black men, 
black men in black communities. I'm going to put it out there. You don't have to like it. Fuck you. Because so much of my energy was spent protecting them from these predatory advances of men, once they became women, I also was very protective of them against these predatory, I was looking at it as my little sister being preyed on, not they're women, these are men of their age that are approaching them. I still had on that mother hen hat. So I said to Valkyrie, we have to make sure, because it never goes away, man. It never fucking goes away. So even when I go out in public with my girlfriend, girl, it still happens where I'm like, all right, that bitch had too many drinks, and I don't like the way that motherfucker's talking to her. Get her. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't even get turned up because I'm being mom hand. <laughs> you know? I don't want to turn you up. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. You know? When Malcolm comes off, we're just going to be two wild, crazy chicks together and tear the city up, you know, and just, like, do it. But I have always gotten into that mother hand role, even with women older than me. Ain't that crazy? Yo, Valkyrie older than me. I bet you I would get like that still with her. I'm going to have to really try not to. But I said, do you tone down your maiden fire because your mother bear is present? When mother bear comes up, that mother archetype, corn woman, when it comes up, that nourisher, it does quell a lot of your maiden fire. It does. This is why they want to turn us all into fucking mothers. This is why. You know? Unfortunately, yeah, it is a difficult adjustment, Galactic. Peace to everybody on the call and everybody in the chat room, by the way. Y'all know I just hit the ground running. Basically, mother in this system, and I can't, I didn't fucking make this shit. I was given this world. I didn't make it. This system, mother is a diminished power. It's a diminishment of your feminine power and glory. Because in this system, mother is the sacrifice for the system. Daughter is the prey, and mother is the sacrifice for the maintenance of male usurpation of divine feminine glory and birthright. So the goal is to get us all to give up power for the appearance of power under the guise of mother. Yep. Yep. Which is why when Triple go chilling with the girls and we at the bar and shit and, you know, we looking all good and stuff, having a good time, I'm on mother duty instead of maiden duty. Bitch should be hunting. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that. <laughs> but No. No, no, more often than not, because of that programming, that early programming to get me to give up my power, diminish my power, lay it down, throw it away, discount it for this other thing, this appearance of power that lacks the authority, because mother ain't got no fucking power. What power? What power do women have as mother? The most disrespected group on the planet. It's absolutely horrible what this system does to the mother because it's supposed to be your glory. Jeez, it's supposed to be your glory. But it ends up being a sacrifice of your power for the appearance of power. Then you have to wrestle in war to remember your power. Or you end up becoming one of these crazy bitches that I got to battle and kill. As the maiden. As the maiden. 
And, you know, we don't realize what our maiden power really is. I know I still was talking to my mentor about this, and I said to her, you know, for all of these women who think that because you're the dark goddess that you're somehow with malintent toward them or you're kind of come after them or whatever, I really must be far more powerful than I, I even perceive of myself of. You know, I really must be just even greater even fucking greater than I let myself think that I am. And me, bitches, see it. Got to be. It's the only thing that makes sense. She laughed. She said, girl, you didn't touch on something there. And she called me a hot-ass mess, and we laughed like fools together. Cackled, I should say. But yes, there's got to be something far greater in that power for them to get want you so desperately to give it up. And not only that, but you're not supposed to tell the truth about the sacrifice and what it means to give up your divine sovereignty. This is why I said, ain't no baby, more than a million dollars for our Everbreed. No, thank you. Ain't no power in that shit. Ain't no power in that shit. Hell no. This is about power. Everything that happens on this planet is about power. This entire system, the very system that we hate, do you know that the only reason that it thrives is because the world has the black woman convinced that she's some second-rate slave, that she's slave stock, that she's nothing more than a hump tool, a baby mama? Do you know that this entire global system is based on the ignorance of the black woman, ignorance to her power, refusal to stand in it, her disgusting willingness to be the victim and cry and whine about everything instead of standing up and being God and saying, fuck you, I'm taking my shit back. This whole system, both the race, gender, class, Actually, the only one that really matters is the class system. It does. It's the class system. This is why they're doing their best to close out new money. You call it an attack on the middle class, and you don't even understand what you're saying. Them that have get and them have not shall That's right. They want us powerless. Let's turn them all into mamas and then tell them 72% of all their babies is born without daddies. And then tell them they ain't nothing but baby mamas and gold diggers and hoes and cum guzzling sluts and they ain't never going to be shit even though they're educated. Then we'll create initiatives for men of color. After we've completely destroyed her, we'll create initiatives for men of color. We'll do nothing for her. We'll cut back her right to make her own contraceptive decisions. We won't give any sort of uptick in payments to her while everything around her, all the rising costs, continue to rise. There'll be no initiative for mothers and children. There'll be no initiative for child care. Women won't even fight for it. They'll just keep crying, come home, black man. You know, this whole system is based on the black woman's subscription to her own degradation. No oppression can be had without complicity. You got to give it access. This is why it's hard for the black woman to remember she's God, because then she has to say, I fucked up. I'm going to tell you, 
I'm gonna, I'll, I'll share this experience with you. I had this experience about five years ago. I was in meditation, and I went into prayer. And something that I've always done, there's a yoga pose for this, and I don't remember the names. I've just always done this shit. I don't know names of any of this stuff. I'm not studied in that way. I'm natural. But I always pray in that same way where you kind of knees to chest and your arms before you. It's really great to align your, your back and your spine and everything and get all of your shen centers open to receive the messages that you're seeking. And when I realized what the spell work I had been casting on myself, I got up every morning and I would look in the mirror and say, I am God on purpose because I had to remember that shit. It took work. I figured all the spells that told me I was nothing but the daughter of slaves and you know, black women ain't nothing and you ain't nothing without your man and God is king and Jesus and all of these things that had, you know, repetitively been beaten into my psyche, there was only one way to get out of it. I was going to run something new, a new program, deprogram to reprogram. By that point of this particular meditation and prayer session, that I Am God program I was running on myself had been for a couple of months. And I was asking a question about the things that were going on in my life. And I was saying something to the effect of, why do I keep meeting these people, these people who always take and never give, these people who fake like they're about the dark goddess, but they ain't about shit, these people who just want to be jealous of your gifts and deny your gifts because they can't get it. They ain't never going to get it, so they don't want you to have it. Or they want to be around you to suck up your energy so that they can have clarity. Why do I keep meeting these people? I'm a good person. Should I really have to go through this? It was very victim-y, very victim-minded. And I heard my higher self say, get up. It's your fault. You want something different? Do something different. It was very disgusted, the tone. I recognized it immediately as my own voice. That changed me going outside of myself for some shit. That changed me blaming other people for my choices. That changed me saying that it's the race and it's the class and it's the gender and it's the this and the that and the third. That changed all of the way that I looked at those things. It became a language instead of an identity for me. Understanding what patriarchy is versus matriarchy, true matriarchy, not this dick suckery they call matriarchy today. And I remembered, and when I remembered, I immediately went to work. I'm going to say that remembrance brought about the single worst bout of warfare I had ever encountered. And anybody who's ever really actualized that, knowing that I am God, and decided they were going to cut every fucking thing around them off that wasn't, you know what I'm talking about. You know the kind of war that brings up in your life. you got to cut off everything and everyone who won't deal with it. When you first wake up, you really do have to walk alone. It's a straight and narrow fucking path with a whole lot of crazy-ass dips and bends and shit at way down the way where you can't see. <laughs> you just kind of stumble into it. It's a great dance. That I am, that remembrance of your divinity, that remembrance of who you are, your worth, your value, your gift, why you came to the planet itself. It's powerful. This is why they want to keep us away from it. They want us to be talking about shit like balance, and we need both. So we're still looking outside of ourselves, but when I read the, the Bible, 
And when I heard the elder mothers talk, they would say things like, God is God all by God's self. So that's me. I am that I am that I am God all by myself. God delegates, God giveth, and God taketh away. That meant anything that was going on in my life that I didn't like, it was my fucking fault. You hear me? Anything going on in my life when I am God of my life, it's my fault because I failed some kind of way to vet the energy that I let around me. Some kind of way I made a mistake. Some kind of way I decided to play myself small and allow some lowbrow bullshit to have access to me, and it didn't manifest well. It's my fault. What did I do? Why did I do it? Who was in my circle that's causing my finances to drop? Who did I recently connect to that's causing this and that? What did I let into my house? What did I go and put my money toward? Where did I do it so I can correct the action? Instead of blaming other people. Instead of making yet another thing my fucking God and putting it above me as the source or the cause, I decided to see instead myself as both the author and the finisher of my fate, ordering my own steps according to my words and what I speak above and about myself. This is something that black women are terrified of. That's why y'all scared of me. You ain't scared of me, though. Not really. No, you want the broad who will pump you up and prop you up and all of that whole, mammy, put the titty in your mouth. You don't want the one who's going to tell you, stand up and be God. You're better than this. Pay attention to what you're doing. If you're going to be the slut, don't be no free slut. You don't do shit for free. Fuck these men. At least make the bitch worship you. Fuck. Make them worship you. At least, goddammit. We don't remember we're divine. We don't remember that we're God. We forget that. Moreover, we don't really want to know. There's so many women acting like they want to know. You don't want to know. You're scared. That's why you need a little dick with it. You know what I'm saying? A little something in it to make you feel better, something familiar. You're scared. Can't be God by yourself. You've got to have something in there. That's not to say that you can't use them and enjoy them. They're wonderful. But remember their purpose. They're tools. And we created them to work. They were made to work. Once we decided to stop killing them off, and yes, we did kill them off in the beginning. We did. Oh, the baby's born. Oh, my God, what the hell is that serpent thing between his legs? Throw it to the wolves! Throw it to the fucking wolves! Get rid of it. Yeah. When we stop doing that, and, y'all, they stopped doing that despite my protestations. Because, you know, I ain't never been pro this shit, ever. Not any lifetime, not any style. This is all for me. I am remembered. But when they decided they was going to start raising them, the purpose was for work. They were going to mine the earth and get the gold and shit for us. So we didn't have to do all that backbreaking labor. They were going to build the structures and all of that. Now they want to take credit. Replace us, do this whole crazy shit. We should have just kept on throwing their asses over the cliff. We should have, but whatever. We didn't. We didn't. Moreover, some of the bitches got digmatized and digged down because they started fucking them, which is not something we used to do. 
and here we are. But we still can't be remembered because you still want to keep that part of it. Don't want to go back to the back to the back to the fucking beginning before there was a penis on the planet. Can't talk about divine lesbian origins because, oh, my God, she loves women. Yeah, I love women. I just don't fuck them. I love women. I just don't fuck them. Plenty of men fuck women but don't love them, but that's fine because you equate fucking and loving, and that's a problem. Big problem. That's how we get confused. That's how things end up in confusion instead of remembrance, fusion, currency. We forgot we were divine. We forgot that our faces were the original face of God. The black woman is the first, only, true, living God. Allow me to repeat. (laughs) For all of you who may have missed it, the black woman is the only, true, living God on the planet. Period. Black woman. That jet black woman, best respect that woman, the black woman is God, black woman, that big black woman, you can never check that woman, the black woman is God, mother of the earth, queen of the land, call me mama new, watch me expand, swallow up the sun, give birth out my glands, that's what we call a resurrection. I think it's time to turn your lights on. I think it's time to change your white tone. Sneaking up on you just like a python. <laughs> Isis is really ice on. We the gods manifest in the flesh, nigga. In the form of double X, nigga. I want my throne back. I set, nigga. I burn your shit down. Stop met, nigga. We all waited, debated, anticipated, was hated, miseducated by both who ejaculated. You're not a fake, it's a rape, it's a violator, and mother nature's hate us. That jet black woman, yeah, that's respect that woman. Why? Black woman is God. Black woman, yeah, that big black woman. You can never check that woman. Why? Black woman is God. They think I'm gonna stop this fight when they call me bitch hoe and dyke. So I'm saying it loud right on the mic. Stand strong, reclaiming my birthright. To no man, submission never been part of a program. So keep fishing and searching this whole land. No DNA strand, we take the black mold man. So, who was the builders before you? And who gave you suckling and boy you? If you believe in the ultimate sacrifice, the story to Jesus Christ, she had her without you. So, to your God for raping war, mama come back to settle that score. Came down to earth long before you remained tall for Babylon. Why the black woman?
woman is God. Black woman, oh, black set black woman. You can never check black woman. Why? The black woman is God. You know, I said it before, I will say it again, this entire system, the shit that we hate, is thriving on the ignorance of the black woman to her origins. And black women would rather praise fake King Jesus than remember Mommy Isis. As long as we have that happening, this will continue. It's going to have to be the black woman who gets herself together. The entire race is doomed as long as the black woman is living on her knees as the servant of the black man and of the greater global culture. It's not until she returns to her rightful place, mind, body, spirit, as the original divine mother, the original divine daughter, the original divine crone, that we will see an end to this. This is why I become so frustrated, and this is why I'm very happy for this angry diva platform, because I come over and say, you bitches, piss me off, fuck you! (laughs) I can do that. (laughs) You know, I can do that. I need to be able to do that. Blow my top every now and again, because it pisses me off. That black women would rather live on our knees than stand up and be on our feet. Living on your knees. Subscribing to programs that define you as less than, as slave progeny. The forgetting of our origins, our ways, the pimping out of our priestesshood, where now you're not an oracle unless you verbally fillet black men as a black woman. If you don't suck his dick verbally, you ain't an oracle. You're unbalanced to honor the womb. See, the thing is, black women are sibyls, but not all sibyls were oracle nor priestess. You can take a class, you can get initiated, but if you ain't got it, you ain't got it, baby. If it was not in your bloodline to be of that sacred divine priestesshood, it doesn't matter what you crown yourself or what the people call you. Unfortunately, black women, for those of us who are of the higher class, When you allow yourself to be among people who think of themselves lower, who let themselves vibrate lower, let themselves vibrate lower. Remember, we're all God. Just because they don't remember it doesn't mean it's not true. Now, there's some low vibrational, fake-ass, fucked-up gods, but they're God nonetheless. This is why we get pissed with each other. This is why we expect more from each other. This is why we say things like, yo, I would expect that from a white motherfucker. Yo, I'd expect that from a man, but it was my sister. That's why I should bother you, because we know. We know. These are the ways that we prove that we know, even if we don't know that we know that we know. How do we reclaim our divinity 
when you have the lesser priestess claiming to be high, when you have the outer court priestess acting as if she's the holy of holy, forgetting that there were levels to this, that there's a difference, that there are different orders and different chapters. And this right here is how the war began because we want to pretend that it's all one. This is why the oneness movement is very, very salacious right now in the metaphysical community and it's soliciting of people to, and to subscribe to this and to embody this and to preach it to you. Is if you believe that we're all one, then you will never stand up and say, that's mine, you motherfucker. I want it back. So you'll be sitting in your apartment in your noise pollution ass area talking about we are one in Blackistan. Trust me, I know. I've been there, done that. I did all the stupid light worker shit. That's why I know what I'm talking about. I've lived it. You'll be sitting in your apartment, nom your whole killing and shit, you know what I'm saying? Trying to do Jupiter mantras and shit, lighting candles and still in the fray. Because you believe we're one. <laughs> And while you believe we're one, the people who are selling you the tapes and the books and the shit that's programming your mind to believe we're one are laughing all the way to the bank and they're sitting in Burma and they're off to Tahiti. (laughs) (laughs) While you sit and fuck you, USA. It's not until you stop subscribing to those programs that tell you that you're a slave or you come from slave stock that you deserve less, that everything around you, 90 seconds isn't exactly what it is. You'll be trapped. It's not until you stop even subscribing to and fraternizing with those who partake of those false, fake-ass, dirty waters that you can have the rivers of life flowing up out of you. Sounds very elitist, doesn't it? Guess what? Fuck it. It works. You know, put another way, 60 seconds and we're in overtime. And if that's your time with us for today, peace be your journey. You can always catch the last hour of the show in the archives. It'll be available at about 2.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Otherwise, call in 347-826-9930. Call in right now. All right, call in, Skype in, 347-826-9930. We do have some callers on. Let me open the mic. 646-836, your mic is open. Did you want to weigh in, ask a question, say something? Hello? 646-826. Oh, hey, hi. Hey, Pete, welcome to the Angry Divas radio show. Did you want to say something? Oh, wow. I'm on the radio. Oh, my gosh. I just wanted to listen in, but... um. I think I'll say something. Well, thank you for your show. I've been listening for about two to three weeks. And okay. Wow. I've gotten so much power. I've gotten so much gang. I just want to go rip the tags off of mattresses and just go ballistic on people. Shit, <laughs> after I listen to your show, but... <laughs> <laughs> I just get strength out of nowhere. I just pick up and just start cleaning, scrubbing, doing whatever. And then it's, I can't even, I can't describe it. But just, wow. 
Until I get enough words to describe your show and to really properly thank you, I'm just going to say thank you right now and end it like that. Thank oh, you, sis, you're I... welcome. Thank you. <laughs> there's some things that you, you said welcome. about, wow, there's some things that you said about motherhood and pregnancy and having babies and being a single mother and me being a single mother myself. I knew all of this before I got pregnant. And now I could just, and now, you know, three children later, I'm like, damn, I knew this. Why did I just not listen to myself? So, you know, everything that you say about, you know, women and single mothers and relationships and stuff, you are, you are absolutely correct. Absolutely. And the only thing I can do is basically just make sure that my daughter doesn't follow the same foot, keep reinforcing it and just kind of redirecting her someplace else and just let her know, look, that whole Cinderella story, that's that's a bunch of bull. This mm-hmm. is what's going to happen. And, mm-hmm. man, I'm oh, But thank you very much. I'm not going to keep you long. I'll go no back problem. To hey, the, it's the open air. I'm, I'll leave your mic open. You can mute yourself if you want. So that way, if you wanted to weigh back in, you're more than welcome to. Um, you know, the only reason that people don't talk is because people don't talk. <laughs> but I am open to them speaking. I am fine with that. Man, I'm telling you, us, us women, I'm starting to see this now often. A lot of women are just starting to stand up and say, you know what, we're not taking this anymore. And until enough of us do the same thing, that's when things are going to change. But I'm starting to see a change a lot as far as, like, mm-hmm. people, as far as the way black women view themselves. I'm seeing them taking perms out of their head, going natural, yeah. and cutting completely off. And just yes. saying, you know what, you don't like me for the way I am, goodbye. I mean, you know, we see it with newscasters. Like a lot of the women that used to wear weaves when they're, you know, in the news because they say that, you know, in order to be on Fox News and CNN, you have to wear weave, you have to wear makeup. You know, a lot of them are just cutting their hair off, I mean, bald. So we are, or conscious community, or we are, we do have an impact on the rest of the society. We may not know it or believe it, right. but we kind of do. We do. It's kind of slow is the thing. I think that's my problem. You know, I, I say all the time, I'm a speed demon. So for me, it's like, it's not happening fast enough, damn it. <laughs> you know? But it is happening. You are right about that. It is indeed happening. Wow, sis. I got to tell you this, if, if I may, I want to share this with you really quick. I heard you say something. You said you knew all of the things about motherhood and pregnancy and the whole thing, and you said, why did I do it anyway? I'm going to tell you, something that saved me from doing it is when, I I can't remember exactly what year, I think it was maybe about 2003, 2004, but in the black church circuit up here up north in Boston, they were talking about generational curses. And when they began to discuss generational and intra-intergenerational curses, they were kind of skimming the surface on it. I took it deeper because I've always been one of those rolling in the deep kind of people, you know? Um, mm. And I started looking I started looking at not just my family and the women in my family, but the black race as a whole. And I remember saying to my mom, I remember saying to my mom, I think the black race is cursed. I think the black race is operating under a generational curse that has repeated itself and repeated itself and repeated itself because 
for whatever reason, we don't know how to break these curses. Now, when I went to the pastor and asked the pastor how to break generational curses, the pastor said, pray to Jesus. I mean, really. You know? And, I mean, if it was that damn simple, then why are we still cursed? How long have niggas been praying to Jesus? It didn't sound right to me. So, you know, everything transpired in my life from them, but I never forgot that nugget. And I'm going to tell you, that is something that's very true. You know, they say it in the Bible, and, and this is ripped off black feminine Black uh, sacred priestess prophecies, by the way, it says that the sin of the father will be visited upon the son. And we don't apply that talking about the sins of the mother, the curses of the mother, the choices of the mother. You're her copy. I'm my mama's copy. I'm her best, her next best chance in life. She reproduced herself. Well, actually, no, she produced herself. We reproduced maleness. But when you produce yourself, your copies of copies of copies, these are multiple different chances for you in the world. But if mama didn't have it right first, if I don't break that generational curse off of me, when I have some damn children, you can bet your bottom dollar it's going to happen to my children despite what I tell them. Because despite what I knew, despite what I was told, I still did the shit. And I can't even understand why or how, but I did it. And that's why and that's how those unresolved generational curses. When I did my work with my spiritual mentor, I told her, I said, listen, I got a mama curse and a half, and before that mama curse manifests me having a baby at 28 like my mama did, I need this bitch off of me. I need it off of me, goddammit. I need it off of me. And she laughed like hell. I said, that has always been my fear that I would end up having children. It's always been my thing. And that's a generational curse for the women in my family. My mother prolonged it as long as she could. She put it off till she was 28. Then she had me. I was like, uh-uh, I'm not having it. Guess who's 29 today, child free? Happy birthday. Wow. Okay. Guess okay. who's 29 I today, child free as of I was, today. <laughs> I was 33 when I had my first baby, and I was 37 me? when I had the second, which was a set of twins. And it's still hard. It's still hard. And all the people that were saying, oh, have the baby. You don't need a man. We'll help mm-hmm. you. We'll take care of our children. Liar. I don't see none of them today. I can't even get a babysitter so I can go to the store properly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Because so, they punish women for having babies. They don't want you to not have the baby. But as soon as you do, you get punished. But you made the choice. You the one got mm-hmm. pregnant. You the one brought the baby in. Like, you knew what it was. You know, all that shit. All of it. And yep. they do it all the time to all kinds of women, especially black women. Damn. Especially black women. I mean, I can tell you, when I was pregnant, I had a basketball thrown at my stomach. The second time I had got pregnant, I almost oh. got pushed down the stairs. I mean, it's just like, and I'm sitting there like, you know, normal people, they give you your, you know, they give you their seats and everything. I'm standing on the Not train. a black woman. I know. Mm-mm. No, no. Absolutely not. I used to not. be so reactive about this stuff, sis. Now, and I ain't never been a, a pregnant mama. So it's not even like it's personal, but it's just like the, the fucking gall of you. Be on the train and I will cuss a man out. Get your ass up and let this pregnant woman sit down, you rat bastard. You know what I mean? And people looking at me like, oh, my God. And he's like, I mean, I had a hard day. She's pregnant. Get up. You know, you got to tell people some shit. They have no respect for black 
women's bodies for black women's choices. This is global and universal because we were God. But as long as we keep on subscribing, and not just us, because I'm not in it and you're not in it, but our sisters are. And unfortunately, although I'm not my sister's keeper, because my sister chooses to act, vibrate, and emanate from a low vibrational state and consciousness, this ends up being the representation that's put before the globe. So there is no respect, no value, no worship, no honor given to the black woman, whether she be maiden, mother, or crone. She's got to do some phenomenal shit to be respected as the crone. She's got to really know how to work her craft and her magic. I remember talking to somebody about this. I said to them, did you know Maya Angelou was a sex worker and she was an exotic dancer? No. I said, see, we all, they tried to use Maya to shame Rihanna when she wore the little nipple dress, you know what I mean? And it was uh-huh. like, Maya Angelou didn't die for this. And I'm like, you stupid red bastard. Did you have no idea that Maya Angelou would celebrate and support that woman? She would never shame her. She has come from that same place herself. But she worked her mm-hmm. magic, and she got to her crone mother worship. And you know, we don't really honor the crone. Since you got a little noise in your background, just give you a heads up. We don't really honor oh, the crone in this system. Oh, I'm sorry, what happened? Oh, no, no, no. I was saying um, both this up. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, man. We don't so honor the crone too much in this system um, unless she's funny. You know, Betty White. So that Sophia comedian archetype is welcome. But Maya Angelou was able to successfully get her worship on as the divine dark crone mother. She knew how to work her craft. She got real honed in herself and her skills. She recognized her godhood, but she didn't need to broadcast it to other people. And that's what brought God into her. And it was, it's something that I'm trying to learn for myself because I'm young and healthy. <laughs> and healthy. But it's something that I deeply respect in watching her. But it's not something that's just handed out willy-nilly. A woman really got to work her shit to get it. She really does. Mm-hmm. It's amazing the hoops that black women have to jump through to get half a quart of paint of respect. Wow. Uh, But I also want to ask you a question. How is it that most of these women, okay, you can, I don't even like bringing this woman's name up because I don't like to give her energy, but Kim Kardashian can do whatever the hell she wants, dress however the hell she wants, and people respect her. Whereas if it was any other black woman that did half of the stuff that she did, you'd be labeled a whore, and they'd just write you off. It's because the I, power, it's the power, honey. Anytime they put down something, you can almost bet, no, you can. You can bet your bottom dollar that it's powerful, and that's why it's put down. That's why the black woman's angry and bitter. That's why they say these things, to get you to renounce and denounce your powers. So a black woman's sexuality is so fucking powerful that we've demonized it, We've hypersexualized it. A black woman's sexuality, a black woman's body, a black woman's yoni, a black woman's womb gave birth to nations, gave birth to the cosmos itself. So we have to put down God and get God to believe that God is not God so that the slave of humanity can usurp that position so we can keep a hegemony in the illusion in the system. We've got to get away from black-white and realize instead class, no class. Now, a low pro ho in a white skin can get worship for doing that stuff. These women, let them have that. 
why do we want to put on what someone else has put on? We've got to find another way to celebrate and elevate black femininity. And the reason why is that black men have already sold it out as the lowest of the low. Come guzzling gold digging gut bucket hoe. They have done this to us, and we have let them for over 40 years do this to our image and promote us to the world as come guzzling hoes and baby mamas. They have done mm-hmm. this to our image, and we have let them and continue to love them and continue to give them babies and continue to give them our support and our money and every fucking thing, our children even, you know? This yep. is what happens to the black woman. We've got to invest in new imagery for ourselves. And every and woman has to why, find that for herself. This is why I, you know, when I speak to my daughter's grandmother, which is her maternal uh, grandmother, not my mother, her father's grandmother, she'll say, oh, this is, you know, his baby's mama, his baby's mama. And I say, and I have to correct her as soon as she says it, No. I'm her mother. I'm not Thank his you. nothing. I'm <laughs> so not his anything. I'm not that man's nothing. No, do not. This is my granddaughter's mother, but they don't have respect for mother if mother has not been purchased by a man. You got to exactly. be purchased first, and you weren't purchased. You did not give up your sovereign divinity to a man for the appearance of power under the guise of marriage. You're not owned. So you're never going to be respected because you're sovereign. We don't want black women sovereign. We want black women slaves so that the black man can stand on her back as the sovereign, and he's not sovereign because how can he be sovereign unless his mother's fucking sovereign because he has to be given birth into sovereignty. He ain't just it by itself. So we degrade the mother, hoping that it's going to elevate the father or the black man. It does nothing for any of us, but we keep on trying and keeping on and keeping hope alive and putting each other down. You always correct her. Always tell her, no, I am your granddaughter's mother. This is disrespectful. We black women, we black women have got to have more honor and respect for one another. I am your granddaughter's mother. I am her mom. Do not introduce me as anything of his. I am not his. I am her mom. And tell her, as black women, we need to give each other more respect than that. I know it might be popular. But I do not subscribe to that. Please, can we have more respect for the black womb who bear our children? You got to correct these motherfuckers. And do it sweetly because you know elders. You respect mm-hmm. your elders. You know, if you don't you say anything to them that's real but corrects them, you got to do it with sugar. Otherwise, you're disrespectful and nothing you said matters. So, you know, oh, yeah. but correct them. You're being fresh. Them. You're being fresh. Fresh my that's ass. You're being ridiculous. You know? <laughs> hey, listen. I'll tell you what. If tact were a garment... It would be a turtleneck, a tight, itchy, nasty, brambly turtleneck. This is why I don't wear it, okay? Tact is a nasty, itchy, tight-ass turtleneck, and it, oof, I don't like the way it feels on me. So I don't wear tact. <laughs> you know, if you want some tact, you better have to brew it up yourself and drink it because you're not getting it oh, from me no. if you disrespect me. You're not getting it from me if you disrespect me. Um, I'll try my best, but I will correct you, you know? Black people have black women we got to stand in our power more. The appearance of being respectful of someone else means that you're not respecting yourself. I don't care if they tell me I disrespected them. You disrespected me first, an eye for an eye. Now we're even. Now let us come together and be at peace between us, or we won't walk together no more because what you did is disrespectful of me. Stand exactly. on it. Can't let them do it. 
Exactly. That's what I try to do every day. Now that I have children, I know this. My daughter is going to be my revenge on everybody else. She's going to be the okay. smart, sassy mouth, whatever, and I'm going to be standing right behind her. No, you disrespected her as a human being, as a yeah. child, as a human being, as an impressionable child, and now yeah. she's voicing her opinion to you. So you got to either right. take it or leave it. But don't come to me saying she did anything. Trust me, she acted on her own. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Oh, wow. Man, I tell you, I went through some. I was actually getting off the train. I got off the train one day, and I had on this shirt, and it had my aunt on it. And I had on my headphones. So this gentleman, this brother, let me tell you something about this brother. He had the onk on his chest, a pin with the circle, uh, not the circle seven, with the five percent pin on it. So he meant mm. he was a part of the nation of gods and earth. He had on a T-shirt that said, "Blame society." What sort of confusion? What uh, what he was? I don't mm. know. But he's like sitting there talking to me. I had on my headphones, and he's pointing to my shirt. So I took off my headphones, and I was like, um, yes? And he said, oh, would you, instead of saying, yo, sis, that's a nice shirt, where'd you get it from? He mm-hmm. tells me, do you know what that shirt means? Of course I know what the shirt means. It means my eye, it means balance. I wouldn't never wear anything that I didn't know what it meant. Um, so he comes to me, oh, well, you know what balance is, right? You know, we need the man and the woman and the, the man and the woman and the child and the black man is God. And I was like, excuse me, if you can prove to me that women came from men, I bet you any amount of money I can prove to you that men come from women. He said, mm-hmm. how you going to do that? Speak, speak. I said, okay, we're supposed to have came from your rib, right? He said, yeah. He believed that shit? I can't yeah. with these confused Negroes. I can't. I said, scientifically, you should have 20, uh, what is it? There's 12 on each side. You should have 23 ribs, scientifically, if this theory is true. So he says, yeah, I, I hear you. I, and I was like, Okay. So I can prove to you. Now let me prove to you that you come from me. You got a belly button, right? He was like, yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. And I'm about to walk away. He's like, no, 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 sis. No, no. And I'm like, okay. Can I prove it again that you come from me? And I said, six weeks into into gestation, the baby boy is actually a girl. They're all X. The egg is an yeah. X chromosome until it's an XX until it turns into an XY. This is scientifically proven. He says, well, nah, sis, nah, let me tell you something. How you know that science isn't created by somebody else and it's not doctrine and all this other stuff? I said, well, I know that because we created the science. So regardless to how else anything, you know, anybody can doctor it, it's still going to come back to that if the theory is tested. That's what science is. The theory is tested until the conclusion comes out. So no matter what I say to you, mm-hmm. you can test your own theories and you can come out with the same conclusion, no matter how much I lie. So I said, this is how well, we know for a fact that it was them that started the war against us. 
to take us away from our knowledge so that they could hand us doctrine. And after they had domesticated and enslaved and murdered us off, the white man came in and did it to his ass because he was diminished. He had no queen. He had no god. He made himself a fool god, a king god, a king baby. Exactly. And, they and I tried that. to walk away from this guy, and he's sitting up there, no, just come back here. And I was like, I got to go. I said, can we walk and talk at the same time? Or I got to go. I'm sorry. I just already, and he did this out in the open, so people were standing there watching us. And this guy came mm-hmm. over, and he listened. And I said, you got a belly thing. Have a nice day. And I went about my way, and I'm sitting there yep. like, you got the unk on your chest, which is the the black womb, the fallopian tubes, and the birth canal, telling me that you're God and you but come they before believe, that, which you got it on your chest. That that unk, the tip of it is the womb, and the bottom is a phallus. They really believe that. They believe that they belong in the key of life, when it is all and only the womb, and moreover the clitoris. It looks exactly the clitoris. I've got this up on a post on our Angry Divas website. I'll make sure I post that to the fan page today, too. Because so nobody knows, not many people know what the internal clitoris actually looks like. And it looks just like that aunt, baby. It is us. It's our womb. It's our clit. It's our power. It's our pleasure. It's life. The key of life is the feminine. It's the womb. And the feminine is masculine and feminine inherent unto her divine womb-bearing yoni-having self. And they hate it. They are left out of the yeah. scheme of creation, which is why they have had these unnatural forms of creation and all of man's creations die. They have this unnatural yeah. way, this carnal knowledge that they have of the female body. They've taken us away from being able to give birth from our glands, our parthenogenic mm. origins, by having contaminated us with their phallic seed. Retuning exactly. and reprogramming the womb. And they want it this way because they want to be a part of something. They hate being left out. It's really the jealousy of being a fallen angel. They're not from the house of El anymore. They are fallen. That's why everything about them has fallen out. Their cervix has fallen out. It's now the tip of a so-called penis. Their vagina has fallen out. It's now the shaft of a so-called phallus. Their ovaries have fallen out. They're now so-called testes. Their womb has fallen back and died. It's now a so-called prostate that kills them. They are fallen, and they hate it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Damn, that was powerful. That was powerful. And I have to teach this to my sons. I really have to let them sit down and understand yes. where you come from because if you are, I'm telling you, these men, the way they act out here, if I ever see my son out, Oh, Girl, him. that's why I can't have none. I can't. I can't have none because I would. I'd shoot him myself. I can't. Do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't even do it. I can't. God bless y'all. I can't even do it. I said, I'm serious. I, said, I, just, I just know. Two, you have two guardians. You have two protectors to protect her. You two are there to protect her when I'm not mm-hmm. here. And that's exactly what your job is. And please get on your job. That's exact. That this is this will be repeated to them every day for the rest of their lives. You mm-hmm. two are there to protect her when I'm not there. Yeah, that's it. You know, that's, sis, that's, I gotta tell you, my <laughs> sister friends with sons, the ones with the sons that I love the most are the women who keep men away from their sons. They know better. Yes. You don't want him to be no son of man. 
that is a, a thing that has come to kill mother and take her birthright and turn her into his slave. You want a ma son. You want ma sons, ama's sons, sons of mama. We do not want any more sons of man. We don't want any more man, male, boy. We want to kill that whole thing off. Let us not reproduce man, male, boy, but let us re-be earth the masculine, the masculine, the divine masculine protector of the divine feminine. When they know that they're divine, even in their fallen state, they don't have to war with her over her divinity to snatch it from her for their glory or to, sub- to submit her to them so that they feel greater than. And that's how exactly. you do it. And, and that's exactly how you do it. And keep them the fuck away from men. They ruin boys. They're horrible. Terrible. Exactly. And I heard someone say this. I don't know if it was from your show or from someone else's show. My son, if he ever got a woman pregnant and left his baby for dead, he cannot sit well, sleep well, or rest well in my house without me just hooking off on him. It would be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that? Slap Thursday. What is that? Slap Cam every day until oh my he God, does what he him. needs to do. <laughs> Slap cam every day, and I will put it on YouTube. Blow every day. Where's your kid? Where's your child? Where's the mother? He he couldn't live in the house. He couldn't live with me. Women need uh, to start leaving their babies with these men. You want to have a baby with me, and it's too much responsibility. Oh, really? I would show up to his house with the child and diaper bag and everything and drive off into the sunset. Never to be heard from again. Oh, you going to get me pregnant and renege? Oh, motherfucker, you got this fucked up here. Have your little seat. Yeah, motherfucker. I didn't want it anyway. But nope, by then the woman has already been nine months in love with this little fucking baby that he left behind. Ugh. So you don't get to do it. And then when you do, everybody judges you. You got to leave your whole family behind too because they go, how you going to just leave your child? Nobody says that to the man. But the women no. never just leave their child. You know, some Never. They do not say that to the child. They go, I mean, to the man, they go, oh, she was such oh, a Oh, you witch. said it right, to the oh, child. Oh, she was <laughs> such a, uh, exactly, to the man child. Oh, she was so bad. Oh, come here, let me lick your wounds, knowing that he, he didn't create four or five families and left them all behind. And what's his child's yep. name? Ask him what the birthday is. Don't know. Please. Ask him what size shoe he wear. Don't know. Don't know nothing. But then they want to come and swoop in like super daddy when they're 14 or 15 years old and they don't need them anymore. Then what? And then they can say, well, well because by I'll then the work is done. Father. The work exactly. is done by then. That's why. I, I tried to be a father, but your mother kept to you the away fucking from bar. No, that's some bullshit. And they all tell that fucking lie. You know what I mean? Your mother kept mm-hmm. you away from me. My father tried that shit with his sons. My father, <laughs> I got, there's, there's 10 kids in my family. And my father was married to my mother's best friend, okay? Enough said. Mm-hmm. And along comes me, enough said, and she said, fuck you, and left with the children, right? I don't know why she left with the children, but she left with all six of them children. And my father tried for years to say that my mother and their mother wouldn't let him go see his children. And he even tried that shit with me, and I said, Pop, you know what? A man is not a man, Unless he runs his life. So don't ever again say to me that you're a man. You're not a man. You're a boy. Because if a woman can stop you from seeing your children, 
You're not a man. You're a boy. And she's your mama. Mm-hmm. And the shame of it is you was fucking mama because you never was a man. You never was a father. You never was a husband. Don't say that to me anymore. He got pissed with me, tried to talk shit. I said, no, no, that's some fucking bullshit. You wouldn't tolerate it from another man, so no, fuck that. And I said it to him just like this. You take attitude if you want to. But anytime you could say out of your mouth that I, as a grown-ass man, with my own job and my own money, couldn't go see my kids because of some other pussy, no, fuck that. There's no excuse for it. There's mm-hmm. none. And he made up every excuse on your mother cried, your mother this, your mother that. And you never put your foot down and you never said, listen, I live here with you and my children. I take care of these kids. I'm going to see my children. I'm going to spend one week. I will be back. So he would try to do the shit on, like, holidays and stuff. They make excuses. There's no excuse for it. And when my father has tried it with me, I shut it down. And the other man tried that with me. You know, she won't let me. No, she won't let you. My ass, I would be in the court every fucking day talking about how this dirty bitch won't let me see my kids. Something is wrong exactly. with you people. You don't want to see your children. You want to use that as an excuse so you don't mm-hmm. say, I was too sorry to come the two miles to see you, little nook nook. I was too sorry to put in the mail a package for you, little boo boo. You want to put it on the mother. You wasn't exactly. worried about mama being a crazy bitch when you was fucking that crazy bitch pussy. Don't talk about it after the baby's here. But they don't do that, exactly. and no one makes them, and the women in their family enable them to be sorry. You know, I did a whole show about that, the king baby making, these patriarchal dick-stroking-ass women who, you know, enable men to be sorry. I read it from one of these books that I really love, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. This girl, Joanna, gets pregnant in the book. The boy was going to marry her. His women and his family, his mother and his sisters and his aunts, no, my son, no, my nephew, no, my brother. How do you know it's yours? You'll always wonder. Go, go away. Here, we'll pay for you to leave the state. You'll marry a girl who won't give it up before marriage, before the priest says I do. You'll be able to know who your children are. This woman is scorned, and now the solid letter woman, and she's a hoe and this and that, and she's easy and fast, and she's got a bastard child, and la, 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 because the women in his family discouraged him from being a man. That's what happens. Women do this shit. Women invest. It's mothers of sons. I say it all the time. And I've had many a mother of a son get upset. Oh, well, that's your feelings. But it's mothers of sons who are the enemy of women's liberation from this shit, from this system. They encourage their sons to do this. They do not ride their asses. I couldn't have a son, like you said, who don't take care of his kids and you come to my fucking house and eat meals and shit. No, bitch. You don't even get to see my face until you bring your baby up in here. And I know you got time with your baby and money on the books and all of that whole thing. Women enable mm-hmm. it. They let it happen. I wouldn't. I don't even associate with bitches who let it go down. That's how strict on it I am. And she told me, um, his his my daughter's grandmother told me, she said, he has a girlfriend now, and she don't know about your daughter. And I said, he has a girlfriend now, and you allow him to have a girlfriend? You ain't sit down and talk to her and say, look, he's got four children. You need to run. <laughs> run, bitch. Get Hell no, she's like, not going to. She's going to let him be a baby daddy making another mama. Okay, she's going to let her son do that because she's not invested in no female. She's invested in her fucking sorry-ass dick. They're all traitors to the feminine. Once they have these sons and their sons become men, they become traitors to the feminine. Those of you who have sons who don't do that, I applaud you. These are the bitches. Oh, my God, burn them with fire. I can't stand it. It pisses me off. We should not do this to one another. We shouldn't. 
Man, I tell you, that's why I said if my child comes in here talking about my girlfriend's pregnant, okay, when is the wedding? When is the wedding? And she has to move in here or you have to leave. She has to move in with the children. You have to leave because I'm not going to have my children, grandchildren out there just, you know, with nothing. You will stand there. You will be a man. You will help her out. And if I find out that you're not helping her out, so I help you. But no, you get no support from me. Every all the support is from her. And girl, you that, you it, got women who got sons who they know that the woman is trying to get some sort of benefits for the child, and that the government is going to end up coming after them sons. They will hide their sons. They'll say they ain't heard from them. They'll cover. They'll say it's not my business. I'm not in this. You should have known mm-hmm. what you're getting into. You know, women are traitors. Traitors to the feminine. Open that dick. That's why I ain't got no respect yep. for them. I don't. I talk the truth about them because they do it. And those of you, even those of you with sons, you can attest because the the fucking father of your children is the motherfucker I'm talking about, and his damn mama is the mama I'm talking about. You know it's oh, the truth. Oh yeah. Mhm. It's yes, an unfortunate definitely. truth, but a truth nonetheless. Shame. Just a shame. I, I wow, and it was, and I expected to go through this in my younger years. You know, everybody said, "Well, watch out, you may get a man." That no, he he's forty. He should be forty now. So that's what makes it more pathetic. He wasn't a young man when I had my daughter. He was an older man, and I'm sitting there like, "They do this." Where they do oh, this at? And you hear yes, all child. these guys sitting up there, oh, yeah, I'll take care of my kids, and you shouldn't let your... You know what? This is what I say when I see all of this stuff happening, and I'm going to give you the honest truth. I'm going to keep it 100. When I see all of this happening about brothers getting shot up by police and all of this other stuff, I cannot help to think this is your punishment for doing whatever Me you do. Me, too. To to women, that's your punishment. I'm sorry it happened. had to happen to you, but I can't help to think, what did he do to some woman that made that happen to him? What has he done? I cannot stop thinking. You know, usually I just say, oh, well, you know, that's sad and everything like that. And I'm thinking about the, the people, you know, the guys outside and what they say about me, and I'm sitting up there like, oh, okay. I guess he done said something to the wrong motherfucking car and got back to him real quick. So, Girl, I have said that myself. I am in complete agreement with you on that revelation and that thought that black men are cursed for what they have done against their mothers, against their women. They're cursed for usurping our rights and force-feeding us this male god from every pantheon, even the fake-ass male Egyptian gods. Ain't not one male god. All of it's fake. There are masculine energies, yes, but there is no such thing as a male god. All of it's fake in every pantheon, the Greek, the Egyptian, the Roman, I don't care where it's from, the Aztecan, the Native American. It's all fake if it has a penis. It's, none of that is real. And they are cursed for what they've done against us, and these things that happen to them are the result of these curses. I don't like it any more than anybody else does, but you know what? I think... No, not I think. I know and I support in the deepest of my heart that black men deserve hell for what has been done to the family. And whatever way that hell makes itself manifest, the only time it befalls a black woman 
is that she's invested in him, which is why black women cry and are upset with women like me who say divest. Divest from it all. Don't deal with any of them. If he's black, he's disqualified. You can't even talk to his ass because he's going to try to take something from you eventually. You can count on it. Mm -hmm. None of them know how to worship mother. All of them are used to the low-class woman. They do not know how to treat goddess. They'll treat Mm -hmm. the pink woman, the yellow woman, the olive woman, the red woman, like goddess. But they will never give that to their black mother because nobody else is. Some, the white man will have to put the black woman on a pedestal before a black man will ever worship her. That's the shame of it. Black men are going to have to see white men worship his mother before he has respect and honor for her himself. And even then, I don't now. believe he'll have it. Not the way it needs to happen. Not quite the way it needs to happen. It's it's starting. It's a little groundswell. But I'm talking about at the same level that we once Mm -hmm. were. When everybody all around the world came to the black Sybil, the priestesshood, to get healing, to get information, to know about their family, to know about their origins, to understand their life, to understand the formation of their life for the wisdom, for the interpretation of sciences. We created all of it. When we come back to that state, that's when that black man will have respect for us. Then he'll want to take credit. Yeah, I'm God, too. You know, I'm, I'm God's son. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> I tell you, and this is what I said about the whole, it was a situation that, wait a minute, was it the Eric Gardner situation, the one that just went just went by, or was it the Trayvon Martin situation? My whole problem with the Trayvon Martin situation was that why do we give our kids cell phones to call if there's an important thing? Not for Facebook, not for Instagram, to call if there's help. And I got so much backlash like, Okay, he was on the phone with this young lady. Why didn't he get off the phone, call his mother? Or call get his off mother the or phone father. Yep. And call 911 and say, somebody's, somebody's following me and I'm 17 years old. Okay, then it doesn't matter what's happening. They're coming to that location. And that's all he had to say. And that's, we don't teach our children that. But, I don't understand why people don't teach their children about predators and things like that. We think predators stalk younger kids. Predators will stalk anybody they feel they can get take advantage of. That's number yes. one. Yes. Number two about the Eric Garner situation. If black men were worth their their the paper that their birth certificates were printed on, they would have been fighting those cops to make sure that brother was alive. What person in their right mind, I mean, you did such a a disservice to his wife when you filmed it and didn't put your life on the line to help him. If you know that how the situation is as a black man. Then black women are supposed to put their life on the line in protest. Black men did not put their life on the line to stop those white pigs from doing what they did to that brother, but we are supposed to put our life on the line to the white pigs in protest in a nation that does not support protesting. Yeah, I know they say freedom of speech, but they always shut that shit down, and we've always had to deal with dogs and fire hoses. How many generations more do we need of this? Hello, the Occupy Wall Street protest? All of that shit went crazy. They want us to put our life on the line, but they will film behind walls and, and closed windows. 
you know? And Safe film. Away and from film. it all. And film. I'm still like, really? And film? Serious? You got the camera up to the face, can't breathe? It, man, oh, okay. Uh, that's why I, I, I see and I say for myself that they're a bunch of cowards, straight up and down, a bunch of cowards. They're not the men that I used to see 20 and 30 years ago. Not the men. Not no. Man, I t- oh, gosh, I don't even know what to say at this point. Girl, me either, but you're right. You know, I I try to see if there's an age bracket of men that I can have a conversation with, but there's not. I'll tell you this story. I live here in Boston, and I met up with my pop last summer sometime. This, this is an experience from last summer. And I think it was mm-hmm. probably like August or something. It was pretty hot. And I had on a long skirt. I usually wear long skirts, but I had taken the front of it and uh, pinned it um, into the waistband of the skirt. So we kind of did this asymmetrical bubble thing in the front. And mm-hmm. so we're walking. But, I mean, it's no shorter than my knees, you know. And I'm, I'm long-legged, so it's no shorter than my knees. And we're walking, me and my dad. Um, I'm, I have a regular shirt on, like a tank shirt or whatever, maybe three inches of titty. <laughs> the guys, mm-hmm. elder guys, I'm talking about 70s. And 80s are sitting on a bench in this park that my father loves to frequent as an elder gentleman. And they get to hooping and, ooh, it ain't easy being cheesy, is it? Mac Daddy and all of this shit. And he said, you sick motherfucker. This is my oldest child here. My mother's namesake. Oh, not Mama Lou. Oh, no. Oh, no. And everybody gets to, you know, bowing their heads and taking off their hats and stuff. And I said, you elder gentlemen are to be absolutely ashamed of yourself. You should be. I expect this from these hooligans my age and younger, but I should expect that you elder gentlemen would be a beacon and a light to these old, these younger men on the proper way to treat a woman. We do not deserve this. I don't care who the woman is. I don't care if you knew her grandmother. You don't do this to women. This is shameful. We're sorry, and I didn't mean no harm by it, and sis, you're so right, and, you know, being a black man ain't nothing better than a black woman. They get to suck in your clit so fast. But they'll do it to the next bitch as soon as you out of their damn eyesight. Disrespectful to her. You know? It don't matter the age group. It's the caliber. It's the class. I don't deal with poverty class men. Black men, by and large, for the most part, are poverty class. But if there's a black male who is not poverty class, I will speak with him. He will get cordiality from me. He will meet the divine feminine in motion. Kitty will purr, but I don't have time for this loathsome cur. I don't do it. I don't make time for it. I don't give them any sweetness. I give them nothing but attitude and kiss my ass because they're not worthy of anything else. No, You've got to come out of dealing not. with low-class motherfuckers and come up some, you know, truly. I don't even talk to them. Are they like, Miss, can I help you with the stolen? No, you cannot do anything for me. I did not ask for any help. Have a nice day. I can do it myself. Bye. And then they'll and turn around and be it. like, well, damn, this is why. And black women and feminism, nope, I don't even want you to help me because I know that you motherfuckers don't do anything without expecting your dick to be wet. That's why I exactly. don't want you to help me, motherfucker. I don't let black men help me either. Don't, don't open my door. Don't speak to me because as soon as, okay, I go to a restaurant the other day, two weeks ago. I say the other day and it could mean anything from last year to, you know, five years ago. I go to a restaurant two weeks ago. My favorite little place to get breakfast. This black guy opens the door for me. I bow my head and walk in. He says, you're just so beautiful. I ignore him. 
he follows me, stands over the table that I'm sitting at and says to me, you're really not going to speak to me. And I just looked at him above my glasses and blinked. See, this is so rude. See, this right here is why black men don't do nothing nice for you bitches. And I'm sitting there, and I've got my hand over my chest, clutching my pearls, literally, at this nigga. And so one of the gentlemen who knows that I'm frequent as a customer there comes over and grabs me and says, what are you doing? Do you know him? I says, I've never seen him before in my life. He held the door for me. I nodded and said, thank you. He wanted to speak with me. I did not engage him, and he came over and began berating me. That's not what happened. No, see, and now you're going to try to play. All right, I see you. I see you. I see you. And he had to be dragged out of the fucking restaurant. I don't deal with these animals in any way, shape, or form. I will nod and say thank you. You open the door, but as soon as you even do that, if you if they hold the door for you, they're trying to get their dick in, and if you don't let them, they will go crazy. I don't deal with them. I don't like to even be in places where they're allowed. Where they, I go to places too rich for them. My little neighborhood breakfast place is real cheap and easy. That's why motherfuckers like that to be there. But now I don't even want to be in places like that. It sucks because I really love their food, but you have to really make sure that you deal with a higher caliber of person. Because that's how you keep yourself from having to deal with that. Now, fortunately, there were, this is a Greek-owned space. There were white men there who stood up for me and did not let him do that. Fortunately, it wasn't the kind of place where they were going to look away. And fortunately, I was a regular client, so they know my, my, you know, my personality. I'm friendly, bubbly, I'm a good tipper, you know, whatever. We have a little high and buy thing going. But um, because of that, because I had built that in that space, I had protection. By being by myself as a woman, I had protection, you know, from somebody who decided he wanted to harass and harangue me for the simple fact that I did not want to entertain this conversation. I don't play with these people. I don't entertain them at all. Exactly. Me either. I don't even look at them when they walk by. Just leave it on the floor. I don't want it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Do not engage. And you know, Do not engage. I, would, I, I did not always used to be this way. I've talked about it before. I started out being very, you know, the same I am with anybody who I find to be a human being. But then I became aware of the fact that, for the most part, when I'm dealing with a certain type of black, I'm not dealing with another human being. I'm dealing with a repressed, oppressed, slave-minded soul, a battered being who has forgotten their humanity and their divinity, moreover. And... Because of that, I cannot engage them the way that I would another God. Now, when I see God in you, I'm going to recognize God in you. But if I can't see it, I know better. And that was the thing I had to learn, you know, where I won't engage them when I don't see God in them. And they think that, oh, you just don't like black men. I had one do that to me. Oh, you just got a problem with black men. I was walking with my Puerto Rican friend, you know, trying to see the, the other side of the neighborhood. And I asked someone to support mm-hmm. me on my walk. Because I know you can't walk by yourself as a black woman without black men harassing you. It's such a shame. It's such a shame, but what can you do? You've got to take mm-hmm. care of yourself. Invest in yourself. I hate that this and is our reality. I wish that we could go places and black men celebrate us and say, sister, I love your smile. Damn, now to be nice. Mm-hmm. And they just leave it at that. They ain't trying to get their dick in, you know? Just walk by. Yep. They claim <laughs> you know? that they're not. They always say, oh, we oh, can't say, how do you know? We know what you're trying to do. So everybody else knows. I mean, it's like everybody else knows how you are but you. This is the reason why they're bringing these laws into play, because people know about you. They know how you are. This is why there's child support, because 
people from outside are sick and tired of taking care of your mistakes. And it's not even us. It's not even women. Because if it, if it was like that, it would still be the way it is. No. Right? No. Most of these child support cases people. is because women are applying for help. And these people who are giving the help are like black men. You owe me, motherfucker. You gonna pay. That's exactly. Exactly. It's not because we're sitting up there. Oh, I'm gonna take all his money and no. If I apply for help, somebody's gonna be coming to look for you to wonder why I need the help, and they don't understand that. They don't understand that, and now they do. So they're going to start running, ducking, and hiding. Yes, just like my, my daughter's father, running and ducking and hiding. Oh, I can't Quitting get jobs. a job and all kinds of My father kept no job for years, worked under the table, and compromised our family abundance just to keep from being taken up for child support. These men do this shit. And, you know, I could never understand my mother supporting that. Why the fuck do you keep him in our house as our father if he does this to his other family? You know? As if he's not going to do it to yours. Girl, please. That's a whole nother show. <laughs> That's a whole nother show. <laughs> it's scary. Anyway, and speaking then it's of. Just like, <laughs> Go mm. ahead, baby. And it's just like women now, they don't tell other women about this. Because, like you said, they're afraid of losing the man that they got or the piece of man or you know, or whatever the case may be. So they don't tell younger women this. They don't. They just let them go and do and make the mistake and say, you see, that's why you're in the situation that you're in. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. You were supposed to, as an adult, as a woman who's seen this happen to other people, you were supposed to warn her before she even walked up in there. Because there's no way that a 14, 15, 16-year-old woman should be having a child. I mean, as simple as that. I would have to tell, you know, I would have to tell these mm-hmm. young women, you know, you are more than this. You are more than this. He does not love you or he loves you for now, but then once that baby comes and he realizes that it's not about him anymore, he's going to walk. He's going to walk. And that's what people need to realize. They yep. need to tell these young women. They don't, they love you. But when some when you start gaining responsibility, when something else comes in front of that, he's gonna leave and find something else, and it'll yep. probably be your friend or someone like that. Or someone else, bitch, who ain't got kids him. that he could turn into another mama. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Exactly. And the problem is, Girl. is because they hate their mothers. They hate their yes, mothers. They do. They hate their mothers. They and hate I their mothers. It's that. so crazy. They hate that their mothers. I, I remember talking to this one guy, and he said that his mom told him that she almost had an abortion with him, and that for years he was anti-abortion because of it. Because if his mom had had an abortion, he wouldn't have been here. I said, and what the fuck about your life is so great that you get to be anti-abortion? What has been so wonderful about your life up to this point that you are so anti a woman's right to choose, even though your mother chose to have you? And he stopped and he thought about it and he was like, wow. I said, yeah, you want to punish women and make them have babies because you hate that they have the power to say yes or no. You hate that you were poor 
you hate that your mother had you in poverty, but you also hate that women make choices to not have babies so that this doesn't happen. You can't have it both ways. But that's how they want it. And that's how women have allowed them to have it for too many years. Far too many. Yep. And they're even trying to they're trying to stop women from having abortions, saying, "Oh, rape is good, and you can't get pregnant because of rape. You got pregnant because you want." That is the dumbest yeah, thing that see, I've ever. Men are insane, and nobody, everybody who has their brains intact is aware that men are fucked up and crazy. It's all the other people that we got to worry about. Um, and this is why it's so important that we remember our power because those other people that we got to worry about start with us. When we don't remember our power, we do make choices and we sacrifice parts of ourselves for men, you know? I, I remember mm-hmm. being in uh, a relationship with a man, and he said to me, you know, I would eventually like to have a child. That ended our relationship immediately. I don't deal with breeder men. I don't want children. Men are not worthy of breeding me. There is no man on the planet worthy of me having his baby, and especially not for free. And I remember who I am. I remember my value. It's on everybody, every other woman to do the same. But I got to bring the show to a close before she cuts us off because we're almost due on time. I'm going to play our little song here, and we'll be on up out of here. We'll be back up in here tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on Blog Talk Radio. I want to thank you, my sister, for calling in, talking to the Angry Diva, Triple Dark Goddess. Definitely, definitely thank appreciate you. everything we built on. And I know this gave somebody life. You know, they they email me and tell me all the time, this gave me life. <laughs> no, thank you, sis, because if it wasn't for you and people like you, there would be more people out there just all messed up in the game. But thank you so much. I know, honey. You are so welcome. This is my pleasure. You be well and have a great day. You too. Thanks. Enjoy your day. All right.